Okay. One, two. Wait, what are we about to say? On three. Do we ever know? No. Hello and welcome to. I could be friends with her. Nice. The fun on the road edition. The we decided mm-hmm. each episode is gonna be in a different place. It's gonna be a challenge. Each yeah. one's gonna be some type of challenge. Now we're doing the on the couch mm-hmm. mic suspended yeah. by blankets yeah. challenge. The first one was we don't have any time. The library is closing. The second episode I think the second episode was fine. That was the only there was one no that challenge. was fine. And then the third one was on the floor. On the of floor of my yeah. And then fourth was we were in different cities. Yeah. Yep. And this time we're in the same city, but we're on a couch. Yeah. Um, in someone else's home. So. Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Sorry, everybody. To all of our like five <laughs> listeners. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Anything you wanna address from the last episode or nope <laughs> okay I um i didn't think that the last episode sounded that good because like the via skype thing right but my mom <laughs> said it sounded good <laughs> that's really all that matters so um yeah are we just jumping into it i have no idea what to say okay well then let's just jump into it i'm going first okay um and i am doing Anne Bonnie, who was one of the most famous female pirates of all time. Ooh. Yes. Um, Yesterday, you trashed some pirates, and... um, I said that demons are better than pirates. I didn't say pirates aren't cool. Okay, okay, well... But in terms of things that are just, like, out here doing stuff on the earth... Mm-hmm. Pirates are pretty cool. Not anymore. They're not cool anymore. Yeah. They just, like, videotape well, movies. I think that there's still, like, real pirates. I know. I was trying to make I don't a think joke. pirates were ever actually cool, but we kind of romanticized yeah, them. Yeah. That's... That was my... That was going to be my closing oh, statement. Oh, okay. But... Okay, so that was, very, <laughs> that's it. That was my closing <laughs> statement. Okay, my turn. <laughs> okay. So, um, most of this information I got from Wikipedia, and a little bit of it I got from BuzzFeed's episode of Ruining History. Have you ever watched Ruining History? No. It's really good, and they did an episode on Anne Bonnie. So, yes. I got some info from that. Okay, so... She was born sometime around 1697 or, like, 1700. Like, they don't really know. That's kind of, like, a common theme with the people that I do. Um, we don't really know. It's kind <laughs> of a mm. Yeah. Um, near Cork, Ireland. Um, she was a daughter of a servant woman, Mary Brennan, and Mary Brennan's employer, who was a lawyer named William Cormack. So it was, like... The lawyer and his servant woman Whoa. had a baby. Oh, but they weren't, like, a thing. I mean, like, they were a secret thing. Okay, okay. So I was just, like, in my head, I was just thinking, like, oh, they just had, like, this cute little family. But then no. it's like, that's probably not how No, it. because um, William Cormick's wife did not like that. Um, he had a, oh. a, a baby with the servant girl. Mm. Um, and so yeah. she left, um, naturally. And so Anne's father moved them from Ireland to London and began dressing Anne as a boy and calling her Andy and then saying that he belonged to a relative and that he was raising him to be a lawyer's clerk. But he could have just... Why change... 
Yeah, I don't. If why he's gonna like, say that it's oh, she's a, a boy. I don't. Why? Know. I don't know. You're already going through all that anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense because back then they probably like sent boys away to learn trades. Yeah, and with yeah, girls they just stay at home. I guess right. that does make sense. You're right. Okay. Um, but then eventually that kind of word got out, and William's business began to suffer because you know um, they were like this child is a girl and he had it with a server woman oh so then they moved the family and her mom and her dad um to the province of carolina so they moved to america from london okay okay you got it got it i know you're not good with geography so no i am not okay so they're in carolina now except it's not carolina it's province of carolina um so her mom died of typhoid fever as they did back then. As they did, except I think that's the same thing that Lucille Ball's dad died of. I was Isn't wondering, because it like, sounded familiar. Yeah, and that was in like the 1900s. Isn't that wild? Anyway. Um, so she was about 12 or 13 around that time. It was around the year 1711. So just to give you a brief timeline. 1711-ish. Um, and her father was unable to establish himself as an attorney. Because like he was like an attorney in... Europe, but then, like, when he went to America, they were like, you're not an attorney um, excuse here. Excuse you. You you're know? not. Like, the, the yeah. papers didn't, they right. didn't work out. So, um, he kind of struggled with that for a bit, but then he joined the merchant business and made a nice fortune. So, now they're rolling in the dough. Um, but Anne did not take the death of her mother very well and was reported to have a fiery temper. Ooh. When she was 13, she may or may not have stabbed a servant girl. So. I'm taking that in. Wait. Yeah, so like a fiery temper as in she was a little bit wild. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. She just sounds kind of mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she, well, she probably had issues. I yeah. mean, she probably had a lot of issues. That sounds, yeah. Anyway, I'm so sure we're, we're gonna jump we're gonna skip her the rest of her childhood. Okay, so well, I mean, to when she married a poor sailor, which she might have still been a child. Who knows? This is yeah olden times. Um, so she later married a poor sailor, and he was a part-time pirate named James or John. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna refer to him as James. Okay. the rest of the time because it's confusing. Yeah. Um, and then Anne was disowned by her father, so no fortune for her. Like, because she... Because she married a poor sailor slash part-time pirate. And he was like, I don't like that. But he, like, okay, so he didn't, he just didn't like the dude as a person, not that he was poor. No, it was probably because he was poor. But, like, he had a child with someone that was poor, yeah, and then he, but like, like, moved with them to America. But I don't think that he wants that for her. Like, for a, it doesn't matter that, like, Anne is, comes from a wealthy family, because right. if she marries a poor man, she's poor in this yeah. time, you know? So, like, a woman's job is to marry rich. I guess so. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. So, okay. There's this kind of a story that um, Anne was kind of mad that she was disowned, and so she set fire to her father's plantation. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh huh. There's no actual evidence of this, but it's just kind of like adds sort of, to her yeah. character. Yeah, it's probably something she would have done anyway. I mean, she stabbed her. She right. may or may not have stabbed a servant <laughs> girl. Um, okay, so between 1714 and 1718. So she's around 17 to 21, that kind of age range. 
um, James and Anne moved to Nassau on Providence Island in the Caribbean. I've heard of that. Really? Yeah. Are you... No, I've absolutely okay. heard of it. Okay, cool. Um, and it was known as a sanctuary for English pirates and referred to as the Republic of Pirates. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And this was also during kind of the tail end of the golden age of piracy. So it was super legit. Pirates everywhere. Yeah. No one was bathing. That kind of yep. vibe. That kind of vibe. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so then James became an informant for the governor. Um, so he was, like, his kind of, like, right-hand man. Um, and the governor was cracking down on pirates, so, like, anti-pirate. He okay. was getting all of his business. Like, yeah. there's no... I don't think James is really into the pirate anymore. Yeah. I don't think he... He's like, I need to make a... I have a wife now. I need to, like, Aww. be straight. Yeah. So, so that happened in the summer of 1718. Uh, he was, like, reporting the pirates in the area. Right. But Anne was like... I kind of like these dudes. And so she was, like, kind of mad that he was, like... Right. Working kind of, like, it. putting all, all of her friends in jail. Um, so while Anne was there, she just kind of, like, hung out in the local tavern, just chilling with pirates and outlaws and all that jazz. Um, and there she met John Calico Jack Rackham, I think is how you Ooh, say it. Calico Jack. Calico Jack. That's what he's going to be referred to as, because that was, like, yeah, that's who he was. Cool. That was his pirate name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a pirate. Um, <laughs> he was captain of the... I, I kind of got that from the <laughs> okay. Calico Jack. <laughs> Calico Jack, a respectable lawyer in the area. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that's my favorite pirate name I've heard Calico ever. Jack? Really? Yeah. It's no, really no, good. It just, it just works. It's a good one. Um, Besides he, Orlando Bloom, that one's like my top one. <laughs> okay. Um, he was captain of the pirate sloop Revenge. What? So a sloop is a small sailing boat. like So like a pirate ship is like, you know, the classic like big ship. But then a sloop is just like a sailboat. You know? Sloop Revenge. Yeah. It was a tiny little boat. Okay. Um, anyway, so they became, you know, a thing. They started getting together right on the reg um so and he was also reported um as being one of the most attractive pirates of the day Ooh, so of she, course he was so mm-hmm, so she did good we're proud of her <laughs> um so Calico, we're not proud of her for cheating on her husband no but we're proud of her for finding the most attractive pirate of the day not that Looks, maybe they weren't even talking about his looks. Maybe he was just, like, the best overall. I think they mean, like, his looks. Like, he was a handsome fellow. Okay, but let's... He was, like, rugged. Okay, a yeah. pirate man. Fine, fine. Okay. Um, so Calico Jack offered James money if he would, like, get a divorce. He oh. was like, I'll pay you to divorce her so I can marry her. Um, but then James refused. But that didn't really do much because they ran off together anyway. Right. So exactly. yeah. now he he's just had penniless and wifeless when he could have been just wifeless. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and she became a crew member on the Revenge. Wait, Sophie, can you get me my coffee? It's on the counter. Okay. I really need like a fancy place to get coffee. Okay, so she became a crew Keep member. Okay. <laughs> so she became a crew member on the Revenge. So she was working on the, the sloop. Nice. Um, so, and at some point she was, she became pregnant. And it's like, no one really knows by who. Because it could have been Calico Jack right. or James. Um, but I think, like, the overall consensus is it was James's. 
Uh, her first husband's. Okay. So she gave birth to a son on some random island in Cuba, just on the beach, like a boss. Nice. Okay. Um, but then it's kind of um, unsure what happened to the baby. Um, some oh. theories think that she gave him to James, um, or like James's family. But some people think she just like left him on the island to die. But I like to think that she gave him to the family because like she's not a crazy right. psychopath. A little bit. But if the other stories are true, then a little bit. Yeah. But like motherly instincts, would they not at some point? I don't know. I, I just, we're just gonna go with the idea <laughs> that she gave him to James. Okay. Okay, okay. Because she's okay. definitely not a pirate. Okay, well, whatever happened to the baby, um, she carried on with her pirate life okay. um, without a baby on the pi- on the ship. Okay. Um, where the baby is off living a great life right. in Cuba or something. Supporting itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, what if she God left it, What if she left it on the beach and then, like, some natives took him in? What if, like, gorillas got the baby <gasps> it's and raised it? It's Tarzan. It's <gasps> Tarzan. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We just figured out Tarzan's. I mean, that's um, it. Okay, that's cool. It. All right. So, okay, so she eventually married, she, like, eventually, like, finalized the divorce. Like, James was like, oh, you're gone, so might as well go ahead and get the divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, because I want what's best for you, and you want to marry Calico Jack at sea. And they got married at sea. Wait, so they were still, like, so did he just, like, on his own, he was like, yeah, I want to divorce my wife? I have no idea. I could come up with the... With her so I feel like lie, if you're a pirate, but... you don't really care about, like, government papers. Okay, well, maybe it wasn't official. Maybe it was just, like, <laughs> we're divorced now. And she married Calico Jack at sea. Okay, cool. <laughs> so Anne and Calico Jack eventually stole the ship, William. So they have a full-on ship now named William. So they had the sloop revenge. Mm-hmm. Now they have the ship, William. William. Mm-hmm. feel like those names should be switched. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, so then they kind of just, like, went out to sea and did pirate stuff. Um, and then they got a new crew that formed, and they spent a few years around Jamaica stealing treasure and booty and all, and all that jazz. Got it. All that pirate stuff. Um, so an, one of their crew members was another woman named Mary Reed. Um, and Mary Reed was a little bit different from Anne in that she kept her gender secret at all time. Like, no one really knew that she was a woman, but Anne was just like, deal with it, I'm right. a woman on this ship. I wonder how many pirates there were that were like that. Like, mm-hmm. that like... Blackbeard. What if Blackbeard was a woman? Whoa. Because like, they were hiding it forever, and they just never came exactly. out of that. Um, yeah. Okay, so, similar to going back to Running Eagle... Um, there are rumors that Mary and Anne became very close. <gasps> so and Anne would have known. What? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, because it's like you're the only other woman mm-hmm. on ship. Let's become. Yes. Okay. That's it. <laughs> um, but there aren't really any details. That's right. just kind of like rumors, but I just wanted to throw it in there. Um, I mean, like, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not? Okay. So Anne took part in combat with the men and was apparently very good um, and well-respected on the ship, despite the fact that pirates were incredibly superstitious and believed that having a woman on board was very bad luck, um, and it would anger the sea. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this may have been like she may have been well respected because if a crew member ever raised an objection about there being a woman on board um she would stab him and throw him in the sea nice so <laughs> i mean it's not like great but like you should just work through it mm-hmm. but the idea but the fact that you're a pirate i think it's right okay. <laughs> like that's what a pirate would do yeah so so yeah she was pretty well respected because no one wanted because she had that fate yeah exactly yeah. Um, so yeah. So, um, despite, like, the respect that she had gained from the crew, she would sometimes dress as a man, um, doing the pirate attacking stuff. Like, the looting and stuff. Right. Um, and this is either to appear more threatening, um, to the opposing crew, or just to hide her identity because That's a good idea, though. Yeah. Because then Mm -hmm. nobody knows it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody can trace you. Exactly. Because she did, like, you know, she had a life before she was a right. pirate. So because she like didn't want that. tons of dude pirates just mm-hmm. everywhere. But if you're trying to, like, track down, like, the girl the, pilot. Yeah, that pilot. Pilot. Pirate. Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> the and the she's ship just always pilot. looking like a dude. Then. Yeah, it's harder to find right. her. Yeah. And, her, like, her dad might even be searching for her, you know, so this. True. Yeah. All right. So. Maybe uh, her this son. Is, mm-hmm. Her son. Who is now... Being raised by gorillas. Yep. Okay. <laughs> this is one of my absolute favorite stories of all time. So once they were faced with a French merchant ship. Um, and so Anne, she, to like scare off the ship, because like maybe she just didn't feel like fighting. Right. So she was just trying to like scare them off. She dismembered a mannequin. I don't know. You <laughs> thought it was about to say person. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. A mannequin. I don't know why they had a mannequin, but she dis. This, um, Maybe they just, it. like, saw one, like, while they were looting a ship, and they were just like, oh. you know what would be really funny? <laughs> they did pranks with because it all the time. Because I think anybody would absolutely do that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then she covered it with red paint from the arts and craft room, I guess. I don't know why <laughs> they had red paint. <laughs> Me as a pirate. <laughs> um, um, these are the sleeping quarters. This is the <laughs> kitchen. And this is the arts and crafts room. room. <laughs> um, and then she stood over it on the um, deck with an axe, and the French ship surrendered immediately. Oh my god! Because they thought it was a person. <gasps> Isn't that great? She's like, I don't feel like fighting. That's so smart. Though. I'm so tired. I'm just gonna do this instead. I'm just gonna do some crap. But imagine if you saw that. Like you. Oh also, god, yes, that would be terrifying. You wouldn't just be like, oh, that's fake. No, you'd be like, there's this. Why would there be a mannequin on a pirate ship? <laughs> that would be my first realization once I realized. That was a mannequin. I'd be like, why do you have this? Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, wow, they must be weird if they take mannequins. Yeah. Okay, so um, just a random fun fact. She was never technically a pirate because she never commanded a ship of her own, but... Whatever. Wait, so crew members aren't um, technically pirates? They don't have the title of pirate. They're I thought just, it was just like... They're just a pirate's crew. So oh. she was never technically a pirate, but whatever. Well, she kind of commanded the ship because she was like... I mean, yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want. I mean, once I tell you this kind of next story, it's like, where was the leader? Um, Okay, so in October 1720, their ship was attacked by a king ship commissioned by the governor of Jamaica. So remember that guy who was, like, getting rid of the pirates? Oh, yeah. It's that guy. He's bad. And um, really mad. Most of the crew didn't put up much of a fight because they were too drunk. <laughs> but Mary and Anne fought as hard as they could for oh as long gosh. as they could, and they were able to hold them off for like a little bit. Yeah, but like 
it was two against an entire just like crew. all the guys on the ship just kind of like stumbling around and then they're like they oh, were all gosh, asleep. I guess we'll take care of they this. were like so drunk they were like asleep like blacked <laughs> out yep um so so Mary yelled into the ship's hold like the down underneath part where they were all like kind of just like right drunk she yelled down in there to the crew if there's a man among ye ye'll come up and fight like the man ye are to be but I mean they weren't so it's like just I mean she's saying like if any of you are real men you'll come up and fight right and none of them came up and fight well they were probably like out exactly they shouldn't be completely <laughs> right. out that's that's really frustrating they should take shifts it's just like yeah um, excuse me I so, can't just like we're out here like just doing everything if yeah. you could you know like yeah. do something that'd exactly. be great thanks yeah so Mary and Anne were very mad at the crew for, <laughs> for obvious reasons and at some point just kind of in the commotion of all of it they just shot down into the hold where they all were <laughs> they like just like randomly blind um killing at least one and injuring many others really wait yeah. so they were just like going off they were yeah they were just like i'm mad at y'all i'm just gonna kill some of you oh my god because like they knew that they were gonna be taken right because so, so it's like we have to i want to, i want can. you to die at my hand i don't want you to die at the governor's hand fair mm-hmm um, so, they were eventually completely captured, Calico Jack and Mary and Anne and the entire crew, and they were taken to Jamaica, uh, and they were convicted and sentenced to be hanged, uh, which was, like, the punishment for pirates. Um. I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, I know. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> this is basically just like that. Okay. Okay. Um, so Anne's last words to Calico Jack is, I'm sorry to see you here, but had you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. And that's what she said. I'm shook. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's, like, that's, like, her last... Her last words to her husband, who she dearly, dearly loved. She was very mad at him. Yeah! <laughs> and rightly so. So, Mary and Anne both um, pleaded their bellies, which is claiming to be pregnant. Oh. Um, and, like, the law stated that, like, you can't hang or execute a pregnant woman, so they had Whoa. to wait out their pregnancy, and then they'd be executed. Um... And then, like, they were actually both pregnant. Like, whenever I oh. first read this, I thought they were just, like, like just trying to, like, right. buy some time. But they were actually both pregnant. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. not only are they doing all this. Yeah, but they're pregnant. Okay. Um, Mary died in prison, most likely due to, like, a fever or complications from childbirth. Right. Um, and then Anne stayed in prison. Um, she gave birth and then was maybe released. So, they don't really know, kind of. She kind of disappeared after this. So, she this. could still be out there. Yeah. Still to this day, <laughs> believe it or not, she's still alive. Um, okay, so, we don't really know what happened to her after she gave birth. Um, but in a book by Captain Charles Johnson, um, titled, A General History of the Robberies and Murders of the Most Notorious Pirates. Pirates, by the way, is spelled P-Y-A-R-Y-E-S. P Y A R P P Y A R Y E S. Like, look at it. There's no T in there. Yeah, no. Wait, where is it? Right there. See it? What? Yeah. P Y A R Y E S. Yes. It was published in 1724. So How that's... do you get pirates? Okay. I don't know. But back then, like, they didn't have, like, correct spellings they just spelled it however they wanted 
And why, like, I if wish. If you have to spell it some way, why would you go it that way? I don't know, but that's whatever. Anyway, so this is this book is where we get most of our information okay. about Anne. Um, and he stated that, quote, she was continued in prison to the time of her lying in and afterwards reprieved from time to time. But what is become of her since, we cannot tell. Only this we know, she was not executed. So Ooh. she stayed in prison until she gave birth. Right. And then they don't know what happened to her after that. Oh, my gosh. We just know that she wasn't ex- executed. Whoa. So basically the theories are, one, she died giving birth. Okay. So that's why there wouldn't be any record of her execution or of her oh. release because she died in prison. Um, theory two is that her dad, who's still this wealthy merchant, bailed oh, her yeah. out and she returned to her old life and just kind of left the piracy behind. That would be absolutely insane. Yeah. I don't think that's very legit. But that's kind of a popular theory. And then she just kind of went back to her old life, maybe like got married, had some kids or something. Just like and, crazy. And fell off the pirate radar. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the third theory is that she, like, escaped from prison, or maybe, like, her dad bailed her out, and then she escaped from her dad right. and went back to piracy under a different name. That one's my favorite. Yeah, me too. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of, like, the main three theories. But, like, basically all we know is there's no record of her release or of her execution. So. That's crazy. Yeah. But also, why? Exactly. So, there's no record, um, of course, of her death, but historians think she died in South Carolina around April 1782. Wait, so she was in prison in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Thinks she got to South Carolina. Well, that would make sense because that's where they had moved, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the Carolinas. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so that would make, I would support. That would support dad the dad theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I included some pictures at the bottom if you wanted to see them. That's Ooh. her. Those are some illustrations of her. Yeah, I guess they didn't have a whole lot of cameras. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool that she's wearing pants. Yeah. It, like, in this one, I think she's, like, dressed kind of as, like... I wonder like, if they have pockets. I hope so. They have deep pockets that, like, deep her whole hand pockets. can fit yeah. in. Yeah. She can fit all her guns in. Yeah. I think in this one, she's kind of, like, dressed as a man, and this one, she's just, like, in her right. regular woman, like, womanly attire. She doesn't have, like, a scabbard for her sword she just puts it in her pocket pocket. yeah (laughs) exactly that's how big her pockets are yeah nice that's a dream Mm -hmm. so yeah that is Anne Bonnie wild yep I like her or I don't know she doesn't sound like the best person but I enjoy learning about her yeah like if there's if there has to be a pirate she sounds like a pretty cool one yeah um okay so today I am talking about Alice Marie Coachman. She was the first African-American woman to receive an Olympic gold medal. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. So she was born November 9th, 1923 in Albany, Georgia, to Fred and Evelyn Coachman, and she was the fifth of ten children. Oh, wow. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. That's like, that's like full-on Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> Lots more. <laughs> but this was... I guess I just, I always do people that have a lot of siblings, or yeah. like a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. You, you, like, last time, she had she had 12, 12 kids. kids. Time before that, she had seven siblings, I'm pretty sure. Or no, she had five siblings, because she had the four brothers, the barbershop quartet, oh, and then the sisters. Yes. Okay, anyway. Anyway. So, um, but yeah, so this is in Albany, Georgia. 
which I think is kind of near Atlanta, but that could be totally wrong. I'm just no making idea. that I'm up. I'm really bad at geography. It's in Georgia, so I'm it must be near Atlanta. I'm just making it up. Yeah, this is totally <laughs> fake. It's in a I think state. it's somewhere near Los Angeles. Georgia actually is a territory in Canada, and this is where Albany is. Um, don't listen to that. That's, okay. that's wrong. Uh, so she couldn't participate in organized sports because it was 1923. Oh, God. And she was African-American. It's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> not being able to yeah. participate in sports, a nightmare. That's, <laughs> okay, for you, it might not be the end of the world. I know, for, I know. I know, I know I but for it. her, this is like. Yeah. No, no, no. But, um, so, but she just, like, made her own equipment out nice. of sticks and rags, and it was just, like, dirt roads, and mm-hmm. she didn't have any shoes. So she oh just, like. What she, sport was she playing? High jump. So she just made, oh like, hurdles out of sticks and rags and just would, like, run and jump them. So, wow, with no shoes. Yeah, she would do it That's so That's, like, much. a trend now. Like, barefoot running. Really? Have you ever seen barefoot runners? No. I see them all the time. Well, she started the trend. She started the trend. Um, so she went, to, her elementary school was Monroe Street Elementary <gasps> yeah. School. That's, like, where we're from. Yeah. Um, and she was encouraged by, her parents weren't super supportive just because, like, there wasn't, it wasn't, like... There was, like, no hope, really. Right, because she was... It was just, like, staying in your own lane, mind your right, own business, exactly. don't They were, trouble. like, don't, don't try too yeah. much, like, it's just gonna end up being bad for yeah. you. But her fifth grade teacher, Cora Bailey, and her aunt, Carrie Spry, were, like, I love... they encouraged her. Okay, I just love the name Cora. Okay, continue. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love the last name Spry. Ooh, that is fun. Like, it's spry old Bella. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, so after elementary school, she went to Madison High School. But she was there for less than a year, and I'll, like, say that. But, um, so she was, um, she trained in track under Harry E. Lash, who was the boys' track coach. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I see potential. So he, like, nice. taught her and everything. Was he white? Probably. Or, I, I, I I don't remember. Well, I mean, is it actually the track at the yeah, high it's school? at the high school. So, so it, I guess he was not. probably he was probably black. Yeah, because it was probably an all black school. Probably. I don't know why that matters. I just wanted to. Know. I don't know, but I guess it's just like I just need a picture in my mind. Right, because it's like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um. So, after like less than a year later. She was offered a scholarship just because of, like, how good she was wow. from, like, Tuskegee Institute was, like, you're so good. So they offered her a scholarship to Tuskegee Preparatory School in 1939. And that's, like, a, like a high school, like, yeah. prep school. So yeah. Okay, so but it's I not, guess like, a it's, like, works. It's part yeah. of Tuskegee Institute. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So she started attending at 16, um, but part of the scholarship was that she had to, like, work while studying and yeah. training, so that included, like, cleaning facilities and, like, maintaining them and, like, fixing uniforms oh, and gosh. everything, um, but it, like, gave her the opportunity to get more training. Yeah. I don't know if she, like, yeah, so it was good for her, and her parents yeah. weren't totally supportive of her until mm-hmm. she got the scholarship, Yeah, because after that, they're, like, this is legit. Yeah. This isn't just, like, right. something you just feel right. like Right, like, you're, like, already making money doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so... Throughout high school, she um, competed in the Amateur Athletic Unions, or AAU, because I have to talk about it later, so I'm just going to say AAU, okay. um, 
Women's National Championships. And she was kind of known for her unusual jumping style. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, information about what her jumping style was, but I didn't understand any of it, so I didn't okay. write it down. Well, like, I feel like from what I've seen, like, of hurdle jumping yeah. people, they do, like, one leg and the other, like, follows, right? Yeah. Something I don't like that. know. So maybe she, like... Just full on like frog leaps. Maybe like she, she just like crouches down. Over it. Like her legs she just grew super long <laughs> as she was about to go over it, and then she just stepped. And as soon as she was done, Make her legs just went back. To- <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Cool. Um, but she also competed like with no shoes still, like oh, at yeah. these competitions. So maybe that was part. Yeah. Um. But she, like in, like, starting from like when she started high school or no. At, 14 she like Mm -hmm. was breaking college and national high jump records um so she got her first national title at 14 with a jump height of five foot two oh that's so high yeah but like she was 14 that's insane yeah that's like i'm five five imagine like if i just crouched down a little bit she could jump over like a 14 year old that's insane. Yeah. I should have looked up what's the record now for comparison, but I didn't. I so can't even – I can jump, like, two feet maybe. Yeah. But, That's um, insane. So in this organization, like, after high school too, she won 10 national high jump championships in a row at AAU. So, like, nice. she competed there in 1939 to 1948 and got a champ- – like, won the championship every single year in that. So 10 years in a row she yeah. won the – Yeah. Um, so – she went to Tuskegee Preparatory School. Then um, at Tuskegee Institute, she went there, too, mm-hmm. because they were like, yeah. we'll support you. Um, and she got a degree in dressmaking in 1946. Okay. Which is like, if you think about degrees back then, like, it's changed so much. You can get a degree in dressmaking. In dressmaking. That's insane. Yeah. Um, so while she was in college I mean, there. What? Sorry. I just think, like, I mean, like, now there's, like, fashion and. Right. Design and stuff. It's just like dressmaking is right. very specific. It's right. not like now they're so broad. It's just like. Yeah. But it's, you would just like practice dressmaking. Just for like four years. Like, I wonder what your exams are like. Is it just. Make a dress. How good. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. Okay. Um, so she had a national. She was a national champion in the 50 meter and 100 meter dash and also the 400 meter relay. So she was just kind of a track star. Yeah. Um, also, she played for the Tuskegee women's basketball team, and she had three basketball conference or she had three conference championships as guard, which I don't know what that means, I but don't. it's a position. Okay, so cool. um, just... she's also really good at that. Okay, cool. Um, so it's assumed that she was so she graduated there in 1946. Mm-hmm. Um, it's assumed that she would have started going to the Olympics in 1940 when she was 16. Yeah. However, the 1940 and 44 Olympics were canceled because of World War II. Uh, which, sucks. like, I didn't think about that until... Yeah. I didn't know... Yeah. I don't know. It was just, like, they do that? But I, mean, I guess yeah, it makes Yeah, I guess sense. that makes sense. Yeah, you kind of have to put all of your resources right. into a war and not into the Olympics. Right. So it's, like, speculated that she would have been absolutely legendary. Like, she would have been the yeah. top track star ever if she'd yeah. been able to compete in those. Man, God, World War World War Two really messed just gets up. In the we should have just not had we, it. God, why did we yeah. we just cancel it. We should have just like let's just go back and get sat rid of on it. the bench and just just been like guys. But I don't think it was just us. Like I think it was yeah. like everywhere. It just should, <laughs> that's why it was like World War. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Right. 
Yeah, we should have just not. Yeah. And I then agree. I wouldn't have to take classes on it. It's really boring. I don't like work There's classes. There's a paper I wouldn't have had to write if World War II hadn't happened. Okay. And also she could have gone to the Olympics too. That too. Um, okay, so after, so after Tuskegee Institute, she went to Albany State College, which is now Albany University, mm-hmm. and she got another degree. So this is like, she was still competing and everything, but yeah. like, while she's competing, she's going here and getting her degree. So she got um, a bachelor's in science of home economics and also a minor in science, which is another reason why I think, like, like degrees were weird because you just minor in science. It's not, like, yeah, the type of science. Yeah. It's just they were in much, science. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really weird. Also, home like, economics. Like, yeah, that's not a thing. Now really. it's, like, a high school class, but it's, like, yeah. you don't focus on it. Yeah. Now it's, like, there's an entire class like, the College of Arts and Sciences. Like, right. it's not, like, you can't just minor in arts and sciences. Right. There's an entire... Right, like, you... Uh, it's an umbrella term for yeah. a ton of other stuff. Just minor in science. <laughs> so she had a, like, she majored in dressmaking, mm-hmm. home economics, and minored in science, which is, like... <laughs> She's just all over the place. <laughs> um, okay. So she, so she graduated there in 1949. So before mm-hmm. that... She was in the 1948 Olympics in London. So while she was qualifying for the U.S. team, she broke the 16-year-old record for high jump by jumping five foot four. Well, well, like in yeah. So it's like is oh, that her own record that she was breaking? No, it, it was, was some- the other. It was someone else's record from 16 years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and she broke it. Oh, okay, cool. And then so obviously they're like oh. That was really good. You can be on the team. Yeah. And then again, her first jump in the Olympics, she broke the record again for five foot for five feet six inches and one eighth of an inch. She could jump over me. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, just like like a yeet, <laughs> like a grasshopper just standing just, up. Whoop. Yeah, exactly. And she would. I guarantee you, she wouldn't need a burning jump. She could just go. <laughs> she absolutely never ran. Part of her weird strategy was she would just stand. She wouldn't bend her legs or anything. She just like like lift into the air over the hurdle. She could have got higher, but she chose not to just because she didn't want to make the competition feel so bad. Um, but also, she had a back injury like during oh. this, so it was she was Wait, still she broke the record. Yeah, even with a back injury. Yeah, man. Um, and she says for like winning like like getting the so there was someone mm-hmm. that tied her for like that record breaking mm-hmm. jump but it was after they had like a lot of failed attempts yeah so she still won especially since it was like just like her first jump. yeah she just was like oh here let me right. just give this a try right exactly Weep. so Man. um she says afterwards of like winning was uh I didn't know I'd won I was on my way to receive the medal and saw my name on the board <laughs> So I think she knew she placed, but she was like, oh, I just, like, got a, I just won the Olympics. (laughs) That's, like, such a mood. (laughs) Like, oh, whoops. Right. I was not paying attention to what just happened. She was the only American woman to win a gold medal that year. And her medal was presented by um, King George VI. So it was, like, the king. The king Gave her her medal. Yeah. Gave her a medal. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um... Okay, so earlier that summer, she had also set, um, she had set other records at competitions in Grand Rapids, Michigan for high jump, and it was 5 feet 4 inches and 13 sixteenths of an inch, oh. um, and also the 50 meter dash, which 
she ran in 6.4 seconds, I'm assuming is what that means. Yeah. Um, so obviously she gets back from the Olympics, and uh, so she's a celebrity when she gets back home. Yeah. So she met President Harry Truman She Ooh. and like First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. Um, there were parades in her hometown. No, there's a parade from Atlanta to Albany for her. How far is that? I have no idea. That's why I said I assumed that close. Because, like, if they're super far, then... Then it's more impressive. Right. I guess so. Um, they, like, like parties were thrown for her. She was the first... So I saw kind of... I saw different accounts that she was either the first African-American woman or mm-hmm. first African-American to endorse an international product in 1952. Whoa, so it's Coca-Cola. So it was oh, like, yeah. Nice. So either way, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, she had, back in her hometown, um, Alice Avenue and Coachman Elementary School both named after her. Nice. Yeah. Um, however, um, whites and Africans Americans were not allowed to sit next to each other in the Albany City Auditorium where she was, like, being... Recognized? Yeah. That's- and also, like, the mayor refused to shake her hand. Like, you're not that special. Oh like, she met, you're just a she mayor met the of a, president. You're, like, you're a mayor of a small right. town. Get over your high horse. Right. And she also, like, had to exit through the side door and stuff. Um, and she she said of that, we had segregation, but it wasn't any problem for me because I had won. That was up to them whether they accepted it or not. <laughs> she's like, <"Okay." laughs> Yeah, she's like, y'all didn't get a gold Whether you care about me or not, it, I still broke right. that record. Right. I still got a gold medal. Exactly. I don't care. <laughs> um, so this is um, after she won the Olympics. That was pretty much like where her competitive Olympics athletic career ended mm-hmm. um, after winning 34 national titles. I mean, where do you, where else do you go from where? there? <laughs> I just won the Olympics. Take a back seat. Let's do it. <laughs> so then after that, she focused on education and the job corps. Nice. Um, so I guess a little bit about her personal life. Nobody, like, I couldn't find that much that went into it. Yeah. Um, but she had two children in her first marriage to N.F. Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she stayed, like, with her second husband, Frank Davis, like, for the rest of her life. Life. Um, she went on to establish the Alice Coachman Track and Field Foundation to support young athletes yeah. um, and also to help retired Olympic veterans. Cool. So she was just like people that didn't really have the facilities and programs yeah. to train. That was what. And like for like the retired athletes, like I guess like if they're like Olympic athletes, like they've never really done anything else. They probably don't have yeah. any other skills. So I mean, she like helped them out. I don't know if it was, like, to train them. I think it was just, like, help support them. Like, yeah, because they don't, have, oh, yeah. they don't have any other skills. Right. They've been training their entire lives. Right. So, um, okay. So, some of her honors. In 1975, she was inducted into the USA Track and Field Hall of Fame. Yes. So, this is all, like, oh, I guess it was, like, almost 30 years after she was in the Olympics, which was 1948. So, that seems like a while. Yeah. So, 1979, she was inducted to the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame, 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. She was honored as one of the 100 greatest Olympians ever. Whoa, that's um, a lot of people. Yeah. But, like, if you think about how <laughs> like, many Olympians there are. I can name, like, maybe. I can name one right now. Alice Coachman. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, current. Oh. I was like, Michael oh. Phelps. 
I don't know. Go. Honestly, I can't think of anything. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. Um, I just know the one girl who, like, as she was about, like, in the Winter the- Olympics, as she was about to compete, she was tweeting about how hungry she was. <laughs> what about the, the guy who, like, overslept? Yeah. That kid, the no, snowboarder. <laughs> yeah, I cannot remember any of their names <laughs> He now. was so And he, funny. like, had to borrow someone else's jacket because yeah. he left his at home. But he said, like, I remember in an interview, Such he was, like, mood. in one, he was, like, talking about the Olympics, and he's like, yeah, I never really, like, as a kid, I never watched the Olympics or anything. Like, like I knew about them, but, like, it was just another competition for me. Like, it didn't feel like anything special. That is such a move. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so 1998, she was an honorary member of Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. And, like, a little bit about the sorority is it was started by African-American college students at Howard University. Um, and their principles, um, like, that they were founded on mm-hmm. were to cultivate and encourage high scholastic and ethical standards to promote unity and friendship among college women, to study and help alleviate problems concerning girls and women in order to improve their social stature, and to maintain a progressive interest in college life and to be of service to all mankind. Oh, I like So that. they're, like, real cool. Yeah. And I know there's a chapter at LSU, and cool. they're really cool. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Um, 2002, um, she was a Women's History Month honoree. Um for the National Women's History Project. Um, 2004, she was inducted into the U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame. Um, and then also, um, there was a book written about her. So, Heather Lang wrote a nonfiction picture book. So, like, I think it was, like, it. like supposed to be, like, a children's book yeah. to, like, educate them. I love that. I yeah. love those types of books. It was illustrated by Floyd Cooper, and it was um, called Queen of the Track, Alice Coachman. I love And it, it was published I guess is what you would say on mm-hmm. March 1st 2012 um so Heather Lang like like talked to Alice Coachman and her son about mm-hmm. like their accounts and to talk about like experiences that you wouldn't just read in a textbook yeah so um one of like she was talking about her favorite scenes in the book and one of the like most prominent scenes depicted in it was Coachman on a bus in London, like appreciating the countryside mm-hmm. and where she could pick whatever seat to sit in that she wanted, oh, where like she didn't get to do yeah. that at home. So like that was a big yeah big thing. So um Heather Lang said that like like I think that this book was like I don't she didn't have any rejections for it because when it was published it was in 2012 when the Olympics were in London. So it was, like, oh, really yeah. good timing. Yeah. Um, and people saw that. So it was really good. But, like, for rejections, like, throughout her other books and whatnot, um, she fought through them with a quote from Coachman on her desk. Um, when the going gets tough and you feel like throwing your hands in the air, listen to that voice that tells you, keep going, hang in there. Guts and determination will pull you through. And that's what she said. And that is what she said. But, um, so Alice Cushman passed away, um, in Albany, July 14th, in, two, in 2014, at age 90. That's, so, that's a long, that's a good long life. Yeah. That she lived. Very healthy. Yeah. I, oh, I, I found the ad, the Coca-Cola ad. Uh-huh. There it is. Whoa. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Quality you can trust. I trust them. Yeah, you trust it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, do you think do you think that you could you could be friends with her? I don't think I'd have the honor to be friends with her. I feel like, like I think she was like there was a quote from her about like 
how she paved the way for mm-hmm. all black women to, like, compete yeah. in the Olympics. So I think she was a little bit, like, she was, like, very confident. Like, she was yeah. like, yeah, I did this. Like, yeah. I, I mean, rightly so. Right. She, she did do it. Right. So I feel like, I feel like I would just be like, oh my gosh, like, you have more confidence than I could oh, yeah. ever. Like, she did not, like, she was out here to get the job Yeah, she done. wasn't there just to have fun. Right. She was there to jump over me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like... She's not there to have fun. She's there to <laughs> jump over me. Like... <laughs> or run really fast, because she's good at that, too. No, she didn't run. She just loved it. Oh, yeah. Remember? <laughs> no, I meant, like, in the dash. Oh, yeah. But I guess, like, there, she just... She actually just teleported. <laughs> she didn't... She just teleported. Yeah. We have a record-breaking time. Point zero 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 one six. No, but she, like, delayed it just to, like, she would get, oh, like, yeah. she would let everyone else have a head start, um, <laughs> so they would be almost to the finish line, uh-huh. and then as soon as they were about to cross it, she would teleport there. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah. Could you be friends with Anne Bonnie? I, I feel like, I don't know, I, I definitely I, would not. I don't, I don't think so, I feel like she would kill me. Yeah. Like, I feel like she would get frustrated with me at some point. And oh, yeah. And overboard. I, I enjoy um, learning about her. Right. Multiple hundred years also, in the future. <laughs> I Agreed. Don't, I don't want to live in the... I mean, like like you said at the beginning, like pirates were, are very romanticized right. nowadays. And back then, they were dirty. They were gross. They yeah. were bad So people. no, I so, couldn't. No. <laughs> I, I, She's know, cool, though. Like... I'm proud of her. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of her because, like, she chose that career path. Yeah. And she owned it. She did. Yeah. She she killed it. Like, like, yeah. like being executed as a pirate, I feel like that's top, top Oh, honors. yeah. That's, that's, yeah. And then she avoided that. She even avoided that. Yeah. Possibly. So it's like, where do you go from there? Like, same thing. Like, 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 being executed and winning the gold medal in the Olympics. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, high five. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I wanted to recommend the movie Battle of the Sexes. Okay. Because it's very similar. It's not like Olympics, but it's tennis. It's um, Billie Jean King, her whole story. Um, I didn't really know anything about it. It's very good with Emma Stone and Steve Carell. It's a great movie. Nice. Everyone go watch it. I think it's on Hulu, possibly. I don't know. I watched it somewhere recently. Anyway, it's a very good movie. I just really want to recommend it. Also, follow us. Follow us on all the things. It'll be in the description. Instagram, Twitter. That's it. Please review if review. you are listening to this because it helps. Yeah, review, rate, um, subscribe. Yeet. <laughs> yeet. Make sure you yeet. <laughs> Make sure you yeet today. And that is... That's it. That's it. That's it. Sophie, do you want to say anything? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, well then, um, okay, you're here, 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 you're here,